Welcome to the Midnight Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Easton Bennett, alongside my fellow co-host, Tyler Sinden. We are both entrepreneurs who are learning, growing, and building our own businesses. Our goal is to share our experiences and knowledge to help you grow and become a successful entrepreneur. Strap in. Before we get started, if you have any questions or things you'd like us to cover, you can email us at themidnightentrepreneur at gmail.com. And if you'd like to join our business discord, where we talk about wins, business problems, general questions, shoot us a message and we will get you in there. Tyler, what is happening? Seems like you did that intro with a little bit of an accent or different style or flair to it. Yeah, I was just, you know, surprising the people. I'm sure they've heard it yeah. 60 times now, so we're giving them a little something different. Yeah, maybe 60 times if they've listened to every episode and they're a dedicated fan. That'd be awesome. If you have listened to every episode, you're a beast. That's all I know. <laughs> that That's a lot of episodes. I feel yeah. like that's me with Andy Frisella, though. You've listened, listened to everything. Oh, like I, not everyone. The past ones, I'm actually starting to go back on. So I basically only wa- listen to his and Ed's and Alex's podcast now. And if I don't have any new episodes by them, I'll go back to one of Andy's old episodes. So yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty dedicated <laughs> dedicated yeah. fan. There's a couple podcasts <clears throat> that I listen to every single episode, but it's only comedy podcasts. So I think there's two. Mm. Nate Lamb Podcast and Justin Lick and Rosenthal Vanity Project. Those are the two. Not even Theo Vaughn? No, I, I rarely like you're a Theo Vaughn guy. No, I like Theo Vaughn's clips, but his uh, podcast, it's like, I just want to see the highlights because the clips always show up on TikTok and those are always the funny moments. <laughs> but listen, uh-huh. two hours to get through it. Nah. Mm. So fair. All right. Tyler, fair. what's going on yeah. with you? What's new since last time? We're actually on a semi better recording schedule here. We're actually filming during the week like we used to. <laughs> yeah. I just got off i it's lower on my list but i just got off a call with a past co-worker that i used to work with we set up monthly calls that we would just kind of connect and see what's going on see how everyone see how we're doing and if there's anything we can help with each other and she's been saying that she was gonna outsource some of her work to me for quite a while now and i don't know if she actually will she keeps like bringing it up on the call she's like would you be willing to do this and i'm like yeah if you want i'll do it and then so today she was like I'll give you the passcode and the login. So I don't know if we'll actually do it. We'll see how that goes. And if it does, maybe that's just another step towards 2024 happening. Hey, there we go. 24. That's what I like to hear. I got you on a couple <laughs> edits now, man. You're freaking racking uh-huh. up the work. Did you, did you, I was going to ask you before, but did you look at the video I sent last night? Uh, The, oh, the new one, the second video? The second one. Yeah. I haven't looked at it. I didn't even realize you sent okay. it over, to be honest with you. Yeah, I sent that last night. I was hoping that you would get edits back like this morning or something, and then I would work on it real quick, send the final thing to you. But yeah, if you could do that, that would be great. And then I'll yeah. get the final one sent to you. Yeah, honestly, I forgot about it. I saw your text that said, I'm going to send you this video, but then I guess I didn't look to find it. Is it just in the Google Drive? Yeah. Gotcha. I, I I must have not updated you, but yeah, it's, yeah. it should be up there. Should be. I'll, I'll be waiting for you. Cool. That one, uh, yeah, I'll get the revisions to you. Uh, it's a little bit less of a time frame. Once we get him one, he's fine. He usually posts like one a month. So I'm going to send him this mm-hmm. uh, project. But for the people listening, uh, so you don't have to hear just an internal meeting between me and Tyler. Tyler did a good job <laughs> on the first edit. Um, the color grading, I just went through and did the color grading and did some audio adjustments. But other than that, it was pretty good. Some filming mistakes on my end. I guess I didn't realize none of it was in slow-mo. So 
that's my fault. Mm-hmm. Nothing you can do about that. But yeah, uh, just finished color grading it. Going to throw an intro, outro, and some graphics on there and then send it over to the client. Yeah, it went well. That little trial run. Sweet. So maybe we'll be doing that in the future. There we go. I also might have another project for you, a landing page. Um, mm. Just actually put together like a mock-up of it for a client and then a script for the videos that'll go on the landing page. So that's a, that's a conversation we can have after this maybe. Or maybe we should do a whole episode on landing pages or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, we can. That'd be horrible. I actually just made one. I think I talked about it on the last episode where I just made the landing page for my client. I'm going to be showing that to her next week when I meet. That's actually on my list. I'm going to be meeting with her next week. I'm in the process of doing her migration for a website right now. Running into some issues because it's a lot of email tag where she's emailing her IT guy. She's emailing her current host and company and emailing me. And then it's just, it, it, I, I, I was just like, give me the login and I'll do it. But she's got to go through this IT guy. So I, we're trying to sort that out and yeah. hopefully we can get that done. And I'll be meeting with her next week. I'll show her the landing page, show her what's going on. I sent her another invoice and she, yeah, she was asking about the conversion rate <laughs> Yeah, because, yeah, I, I I sent it to you. And at first, that's what I was thinking. But then she was talking about the Google ads and the spend she had. So I was a little bit confused I, because at first, when I first read it, I was like, OK, that's just probably just going to be the conversion rate, why it's a little bit lower on her end. And when I read the email through, she was talking about Google ads. So that's what I thought it was about. And then she emailed back when I replied and she's like, why does it say this? And I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's the conversion rate to Canadian. So yeah. that's probably a nice surprise on her end because she wasn't expecting that. Yeah. For the people wondering if you're doing international work, which is Tyler's in Canada, his client is in America. So there's a conversion rate. If they pay X amount of dollars, you have to know if they're paying Canadian or American dollars because it, it is... A different it's not one-to-one ratio so keep that in mind if you do get some international clients yeah I, I was thinking about it maybe i could use that as a marketing point for me where hire me and i'll be cheaper just because it's, less. you're paying me in canadian <laughs> yeah. yeah right our money our money does isn't real <laughs> yeah exactly it's funny because when i pay my uh editor over in india it's mm. like Every time I send the money, it's like 46,000 Indian rupees. So I'm like, man, this guy could live forever, man. <laughs> he's buying he's buying palaces. Yeah. But I've moved on from him. Um, oh, did you? Yep. No longer sending. I just, what I was paying him based on what I could do in a short amount of time, it was pretty similar. And I think the trends are going a little bit away from the flashy edits that he was doing with the words popping everywhere and the emojis. So I'm keeping it a little bit more dumbed down where it's just the caption. So you can still read it if you're not um, on audio, like if you're just watching it, but it's nothing flashy with pictures popping up on the bottom and emojis. So yeah, uh, moving away from that, if I go to something else, I think it's either you do that and you dumb it down with just a talking head or you go the alternate route where there's a bunch of B-roll, there's actually pictures on screen, but that obviously takes a little bit more effort. Um, So yeah, for now we're moving away from him. We did a good job, but no longer need his uh, services, which kind of brings me into one of my uh, topics that I have on my sheet here to catch up this week is that uh, yesterday or two days ago, landed a client for 2024, the first six months, uh, retainer client. So that's pretty exciting. Um, gave them a little bit of a discount if they signed for 12 months, but they wanted to do the six mm-hmm. months. So um, that's fine mm-hmm. with me. But Hopefully after the six months, we're starting January. Hopefully after the six months, we can sign them on to another six months or hopefully, you know, a longer term deal. So 
Got to knock that one out of the do park. Wanna, do you want to dive into that a little bit? How'd you get them? What's the contract look like? How, yeah. You, was it the same thing style where you had the three different options? Yep. Or so uh, this is actually a client I met with last year and then they mm-hmm. weren't ready last year. And then the beginning of this year, they said they were ready and then they got cold feet and backed out. And then finally they mm-hmm. just reached out to me here last week and said, Hey, we're ready to move forward with this package. Let me know if it's still the same pricing or if anything changes. And usually when I put together the three different pitch decks, have we done an episode on pitch decks? That'd be maybe a good episode. I think you've touched on it here and there on different episodes. Yeah. Yeah, So maybe if we could do a dedicated episode on if you guys want more information, but basically I sent them three different packages uh, and on all of them, I give a different budget range. So the budget range they were looking at for this one was a thousand to $1,500 a month. Um, And when I would have signed at the beginning of the year, wanting the jobs because I didn't have a ton of retainers, I was probably going to keep it on the lower end around a thousand, eleven hundred dollars But now that it's um, signing now later in the year, uh, I know what I have revenue wise and how much work it takes after doing it for a couple clients this year. Uh, I, ch- I think I charge them an even $1,500 a month. And I would have liked to go a little bit more than that with my prices changing a little bit, but I just honored the contract that we had before. Um, and then in the next one, I'll raise the prices if they liked it. So, so what, what, comes in the uh, deliverable for them um we're so we're shooting once every two months so it's only three shoots um first shoot in january and then in march and then in may and we are shooting 16 short form videos which can be you know whatever they want if they want a 30 second office tour video by the way it's an orthopedic office so it's like or not uh, is it orthopedic orthodontist not orthopedic orthodontist so teeth Um, braces and that kind of stuff. So if they want a 30 second clinic tour video, or if they want a video explaining why you need braces, whatever it is, we'll do 16 and then two long form ones, which are like two to three minutes where maybe it's a testimonial with a client, or maybe it's a brand overview video. Uh, It'll be 16 and two. And then that three times. So I think it's 48 short form videos and six long form, long form. I say long form. It's not terribly long. Um, so those deliverables for a total of 9K over six months. Sweet. That's yeah. awesome. So, I mean, I'd like to charge a little bit more, but uh, <sighs> I, felt like, I felt like honoring the deal was the right thing to do. Yeah. And maybe that'll lead into the next six months and then you'll be like, sorry, that was the previous cost and up it a little bit. But yeah, I think that's that's going to build a good relationship with them. Yeah, for sure. And it's not even like I'd up it. It's not like I'd go from 1500 to like 4000 But the next right. month, maybe it's two k or maybe it's, you know, 1750 or whatever it is. Uh, it really just depends on what it's looking like then. Maybe it's 1500 again because I got no work <laughs> and I want them to sign <laughs> on again. So it all depends. But maybe it's it's going crazy and I have literally no time. And I say, OK, it's going to be 5 k a month or we're not doing it. So, yeah, it all depends on the uh, the time. We'll We'll check back and june the end of june or the beginning of july in one of these episodes and we'll do a little update on it sweet sounds good is it did they not is it just like their quarterly or annual business that's why they wanted to start in january or yeah i'm not not i'm not sure i guess i didn't ask them because i i sent over when i sent over the email saying hey we'll honor it for you know it's going to be this much a month uh 
and I said, usually we start at the beginning of month. So if you want to get going and shoot in November, uh, we can do November, December. I said, we can do that if we want to hustle. Or if you guys wanted to start in 2024, that's fine too. And they said, let's just start in 2024. I said, totally fine. Gotcha. I said, do you want to shoot in December so you have content for January? Or do you want to shoot in January and have content for February? And they said, let's shoot in January. And I said, sounds good to me. Sent over the contract. Gotcha. They got it signed. And now we just need to have some pre-production meetings before January 2024. So that's solid. Good stuff. Yeah. And one thing that I started doing, because I know last week, I, I believe I was saying that I, I got a lot of stuff coming and on my plate. And one thing that I found that worked out, I know Andy Frisella talks about it where he says, do a power list, your top five priorities on the day. And basically what I started doing, I did it yesterday and it worked out really well because I wrote out, it's basically a to-do list on everything that I want to get done. And I, I don't put the small stuff like you might wear like shower, <laughs> or eat breakfast, <laughs> make bed, Brush yeah. teeth. get dressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just like those small tasks that um, I, I want to make sure that I get done. And I put pretty much everything on there. And I that really helped me out yesterday for sure. And I've only been doing it a couple days now, uh, two or three days now. And it's definitely helped me out a lot, keeping me on track, letting me know exactly what I need to get done and do. So that's actually been going well. It's kind of a reason for this topic um on focus yeah and it's funny because i think we've had a podcast episode on this before where i mentioned i used to go back between being an avid calendar user and putting everything in the calendar and following that to i would bounce to having a list like you said like a power list where i'd have my top three things and then maybe some smaller things and i used to bounce back and forth and after doing that now i'm mainly a calendar kind of guy but lately I've mm -hmm. found myself realizing like today uh, I realized there's three big things I need to get done. One, we have a shoot tomorrow. So I need to finalize the call sheet and scripts and everything to send out to everybody. Two, I promised the guy that I would do all the revisions for the, one of the Bismarck clients videos today. So I have to do that. And then the third thing is I have to finish the video that you edit color grading with the graphics. So that in my mind was like my power list. I just didn't write it down, right. but I do like the power list option where you kind of write down the things you need to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely helps out and keeps you on track. And whenever you do want to slack off a little bit, you look at it and you're like, oh shit, I still got quite a bit of stuff to do. I can't really slack off right now. I got to get this shit done and put you to work. And that's what it, I, I don't. So I got you the first video I believe on Tuesday I don't think I would have got it to you in time because of my swim lessons if I didn't have the list to be yeah. honest so you and had the me, list it kept and it me was on track there. yep that was one of the one of the like seven things that I yeah. had on my list I had a bunch from work too because I gotta yeah. get shit done I gotta make sure I got an income coming in <laughs> but true. yeah so it, it, it has been helping me stay on track for sure so that's maybe something if you guys are listening, you're struggling with getting stuff done. Maybe try to implement a power list because I used to use it. Now I kind of just mentally do it when I need to. I have one for tomorrow and then literally the weekend and Monday because there's like eight edits I need to finish. But yeah, I, I do like the uh, thoughts of the power list. What else you got, Tyler? Yeah, def what else definitely if on? you're feeling overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, I don't really have anything else. I just potentially on when we film next week, I, I'll probably do it before if we film early in the week, but... Next week, I'm going to have some big news, I guess you could say. Hey, hey, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> Tyler quit his job. <laughs> a You're already telling the week. people. You're already yeah. telling the people. It was supposed to be a surprise for next week. God, 
All right, I'll cut that part out. Um, a little, <laughs> a little more info on my end. Hired a podcast social manager, not for this specific podcast, but the other two I do, just because I the clipping for both of those is a nightmare. Well, you do the clipping for this, so you probably get how it is. And I just didn't really have time for it. And I, I put something on Instagram and Facebook and basically said, who wants to do it? All I need you to do is use this software, pull the clips, schedule them all. I'll give you SOPs to watch how to do it all. So it's you don't have to have any experience or anything. And I had quite a few people actually reach out. I think there was you know five to 10 people. Um, I think seven or eight maybe was probably the, the total number, but found someone local. They actually run a podcast of their own and, or she does and with another co-host of course. And she said, Hey, I got some extra time. I'll do it. Doesn't seem like a lot of work. And I said, awesome. Sounds good. What would you charge? Uh, she told me what she charged. And then I said, okay, sounds good to me. And she already did one episode, uh, yesterday. So that's going well. Uh, and it's, it's exciting to see those going <laughs> the one out day there. is going well. <laughs> yeah. She posted one clip. That's what I'm looking for. I'm like, this looks great. This is something I do. So um, it's going well. Excited to officially have that off my plate. Yeah, I was going to ask you earlier in the episode when we when you were talking about your other updates, because I did see, I believe, a podcast clip from Three Dudes. Um, and I was going to ask you about that if you did that or if she did that, I guess. Nope, she did that. Uh, the template, it's a little goofy on there. Like the captions were weird colors, but I told her it's fine for this one because, well, it's fine, but, um, I have one setting. So on Opus clip, it's the, it's the website that pretty much pulls the clips, captions and everything for you. And you can set Mm. templates and the three dudes template I had on there for her to use was all messed up. And I said, I'll change it. Just use that one for now. Um, but yeah, that's, that was her doing. And it did actually, it it, it performed decent on Instagram. It had like a thousand views, which I'm happy with. So Honestly, I feel like I kind of liked it better. I can't remember what the old one was, but I I, I think I liked the single word and just kind of popping in however yeah. it was. I didn't watch the full thing. I watched like first five seconds. I'm not going to lie um, of it, but I thought it looked pretty decent. Yeah. I can't remember what it used to I, look like. I like the one word too. The only issue I was having with it is that sometimes it cuts words in half. So if it's like a long uh, word yeah, with ing at big. the end, it'll cut it in two. Too so big. if I could just make that change and then the font color right now, it's like the three dudes branding color for the regular font and then green for highlighted words. I might change that. So they're a little bit more complimentary colors. They're kind of clashing a bit right now and then dialing the font down a little bit. It's kind of, it's kind of big on the screen. So just minor yeah, changes. I thought it looked pretty good. Yeah. Cool. Do you have well, anything thanks, else? Man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had a conversation yesterday with the gentleman I'm working with in Bismarck, just kind of an update on his plans, my plans, if he still wants to hand off the clients to me right now, he said, yeah, that's definitely the goal. We're talking about the handoff, whether it's just a full handoff in 2024. He said, I think right now the collaborating is the best just because of the bandwidth to be able to take on all these projects. Uh, really what that's coming down to is not having an editor. So that's the next goals. I, I need to get an editor. There's a guy that works with us that I think we might bring on part-time to do the editing. So then we can make this transition happen, but it, it might take a little bit more time to get the actual full transition, but we are talking about switching the communication through his company, uh, to my company. And then everything that goes to the clients is my branding and through everything. So that's a good step. But we're going to have a conversation next week as well to kind of talk more about that transition. So everything's with 
his company's branding? Well, yeah, right now, I mean, he's still doing like the client communication, sending the emails, all the call mm. sheets and everything are coming with his logo and everything on it. But 2024, mm. if he can transition that to, it's more so the client communicating with Bennett Creative Media, he'll still be there right. for pre-production and client communication, but it's more so the transaction between me and them. And then he's gotcha. kind of just helping out. We're still formulating how to make that transition. So, gotcha. Yeah, but yeah, that's kind of all so the all the updates. Business I got. is kind of still there. What's that? So his business is kind of still there. Yeah, he's to, and I don't think he's going to dissolve his business. He just wants to focus know. more so on the film and TV side of things. Um, mm. So he's trying to make the transition gotcha. where he can push these clients onto me, but he thinks just for the client's benefit, which I agree with him. He can't just push him to me cold turkey and then disappear. We got to work on more of a seamless transition where he says, okay, we're going to be moving it over. I'm still going to be here. Uh, I'll just be a little bit more hands off. So baby steps. We'll yeah. get there. Yeah. And we'll, we'll give you guys updates on that. As far as that goes, maybe in six months from now, I can say they're officially all mine and he's not really doing much of anything, <laughs> but right now that is not where we're at. So Tyler, you got anything else before we move to this week's business? Uh, business uh, story. I was trying to figure out the word there. No, that's everything. Cool. So this week we're going to be talking about Instagram, everyone's favorite platform. They're being sued. Uh, apparently someone is saying that they're causing harm to young people's mental health, being on social media too much, and that uh, Meta is actually the company that's being sued, but they're misleading people uh, about the risks of using social media and it is causing some mental health issues amongst the youth. Tyler, what are your thoughts on this? I believe we're at probably all-time highs for mental health issues and there's a lot of crazy people out there that are... <laughs> you hear a thing. lot of people saying, yeah, you hear a lot of people saying, let's bring back insane asylums <laughs> and it I don't know if there's a correlation, but it seems like the spike in mental health issues and all these people that are mentally ill or just depressed, whatever it might be, and the rise of technology and social media. I don't know if there is a correlation there, but it's definitely kind of ironic. There's definitely a comparison game going on, I think, which stems from social media where people think everyone lives this perfect life and, oh my gosh, look mm -hmm. at this person. They're traveling all the time and how do they have money to do this and X, <laughs> Y, Z. And then you do start to feel down about yourself, but I think it stems yeah. from low self-esteem. I don't know. Well, at the same time, there's a lot of issues that go on with these social platforms and people edit photos to make them look skinnier yeah. or look jacked or they're sucking in or they're they're what's it called they're flexing and then it just and then you have really good lighting where when you see them in the like actually in public they look nothing like what they actually look like on their instagram feed or a lot of people are getting say plastic surgery and then they're just posting all about maybe not the plastic surgery but like they show like they look perfect and that can really be deteriorating for a lot of people and show a lot of depression because they don't think that and then one issue i've always had with snapchat instagram filters like people just overuse that shit and it's it's just simple things like that where to me it says you're not confident with where you're currently at and what you currently look like that you got to use filters you got to have these hazel eyes you got to have freckles on your face or whatever it might be there's different filters to change your appearance and to me it's just 
I think that there's a whole bunch of different things that it can stem from to cause depression, cause mental health. And then I think at the same time, in this article, it talked a little bit about them collecting data on like 13-year-old, like people that are under 13 and they have a, a policy that I think you have to be over 13 maybe. I'm not sure. So it's they're also misleading there. But at the same time, they I don't know if this was really in it, but the fact that they have all these articles and people are sharing content and say like depressive news type stuff where you watch all the news and it's just all this negative stuff where they can be force feeding you information to believe a certain narrative and that can just brainwash people and cause them into a spot downward spiral where they just become depressed and anxious and people are I think screen time's at an all-time high and if you think about how new technology is and social media it's still pretty in its infancy stages like yeah. the internet's only been around for 23-ish years social media's only been around 15-ish years like this all this is all pretty pretty new still yeah and i think there's obviously definitely a correlation between all of the social media time that people have and all of the screen time compared to the people that have mental health issues and that are feeling depressed and it is a comparison game a lot of the times but I think it comes back to having the mindset. You have to be self-aware enough to know that those things, not everything's true. You know, the saying they say, can't believe everything you see on the internet, right? I like to because it's fun, but you can't believe everything you see on the internet because a lot of it is edited and fake, like you said, where you just need to know that and be self-aware enough to not compare yourself to this person cliff diving in Chile because it's awesome. It's like, okay, maybe they're in credit card debt and that's how they got there. They had to go on credit card debt to pay to go on this trip. Or like you said, plastic surgery, they spent $15,000 because they were a swamp donkey before and now their face looks better. So it's just knowing and being confident enough in yourself to know, you know, that's not entirely true. That's not entirely real and that you have to be confident in your own life that you're living. But when you're young and impressionable teen going through all these changes with your body, your hormones and all that shit, it's kind of tough. Yeah, I suppose. I know I know when I was men. at that age. <laughs> right. I know when I was at that age, I, MySpace was the thing and Facebook was just coming out. So I, I didn't really have that opportunity to go through all this shit and be able to like, Texting was barely a thing when I was in high school. Like yeah. people were just getting phones, cell phones in high school. So it's a completely different world that they're living in. And now you go to schools and I feel like these six-year-olds have phones. It's like, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're a little young for that. And it's like, oh yeah, it's just to call me, but they can get on Wi-Fi. And I know there's probably parent blockers or whatever it is, but still. Yeah. It is pretty crazy the age that they're giving uh, people cellular devices, which is kind of crazy. What do you think is the best route to, you know, for someone listening, which I don't know how many people are going through this, but for someone listening advice wise, what would you say if you're going through that or you feel like you're being depressed and that the cause might be social media? Have you ever thought about doing like a social media, what would you call it? Not a break, but like cleanse. a yeah, cleanse. That's a great word. <laughs> No, I never really thought of that. Yeah. The only thing I, I, I think of is 
I don't know. I don't like cleanses. <laughs> Stupid. I'll delete the app just if I feel like I'm spending too much time on it. But at the same time, I don't think it's really affecting me that much. So I, I think, like you were saying earlier, I and you understand that there's a lot of fakeness out there. People are trying to fake it. And I think we see past that bullshit. So it's a little bit different for us. And I think the only way that I would really do that is if I'm not posting on it and maybe I have other things. I know it does take quite a bit of time away from me, but I don't think it affects my mental health yeah, really that, much. That's where I'm at too. I don't think it affects my mental health where it's making me depressed or I'm comparing myself to other people because like you said, we see through that. I do think I've thought about like deleting a couple apps, specifically TikTok. Like what if I just deleted it? Like I don't post that much. I'm wasting a lot of time on here. What else could I get done? But I haven't gotten myself to that point yet. And right now I turned on the, on the iPhone, you can turn on like limit your time on a certain app. And I do get that pop. Pretty up sure from, we talked about this and yeah. then you always ignore it. <laughs> yeah, I do ignore it, but it does give me the thought. A lot of times when I ignore it, I ignore it and then get off the app. Cause I'm like, ah, I've been on here a while. So um, right. it does help from time to time and you can, you can put those things on there, but I think there's a setting where you can make it so you can't ignore it. Maybe. So maybe I'll look into that. I'd be really pissed off if it was like a Saturday <laughs> and I just want to relax, but that's right. It's good for me. Yeah. See, that's the one thing. I might hit the timer and I still have to post. So it's like, okay, I got to I gotta go get past this, this blocker and to post my shit. So for me... A lot of the times I am just trying to look for ideas and try and find other videos. So yeah. for me, it's a little bit different because I am posting. I, well, I'll tell you, once I started posting, I stopped consuming a lot. And then it was just like post, 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 as opposed to consume, consume, consume. Yeah. So there you go. There's another little piece of advice. Just post more. Just get <laughs> yourself in the rat race with the people. Get people comparing themselves <laughs> to you, man. That's my advice. The social media matrix. Yeah. Just fake it till you make it. Uh, Tyler, you got anything else on uh, the harmful uses of social media? <laughs> no. Cool. All right. So uh, as Tyler mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about focus this episode. It kind of stemmed from some of the things we were talking about opening up the show. But one, the one main thing we want to talk about in this show is narrowing your focus to one thing. I believe we did an episode on shiny object syndrome it is semi-related, I would think, but this we're more so mm -hmm. going to talk about the pros and cons of just focusing on one specific thing. Tyler, you want to kick us off? Where do you want to start? Yeah, I don't know if that was the direction I wanted to go, but we're, we, we can go that way. I, well, we can go wherever. I thought of... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'll focus on everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to completely contradict this episode title. Yeah. It, the reason I, I thought about this idea is because you and me talked about adding into like me tr trying to help you out and doing that and just the amount of stuff that I have going on right now, my focus is just all over the place where I'm not able to spend that certain amount of time on certain projects. Say once I got Ironman training, now I got to do Ironman training. Now I got to work because I got the bills to don't really got many bills, but I got bills to pay. Yeah. <laughs> I need income coming in. And then I also got my business. And then once I started doing the Ironman training and then I started documenting the Ironman training, the process, the my marketing business took a backseat. And then once I started 
talking to you and I got the client and now I got that stuff I got to juggle as well. And then it's just a whole bunch of different stuff that I'm focusing on. So it's, I think that's what it's stemmed from. And it's just so much stuff that you're focusing on. How are you able to really get ahead? Because you got so much stuff that you're juggling. Yeah. One thing people say a lot of the times is a jack of all trades, a master of none. And I like to think about that sometimes when I first started doing my video business, I always use this example is that I was shooting real estate, like photography. And in the beginning, you are kind of a jack of all trades. You're doing everything. You're trying everything. Mm -hmm. You're doing photos. Mm -hmm. You're doing videos. Like I'll build you a website. I think I built two websites for my grandpa's company just because I knew how to work Squarespace. So you are a jack of all trades. And I think in the beginning, that's okay because you kind of need to figure out what you like doing. You need to try a bunch of different things. But like you said, once you get to a point where you want to get ahead and you want to actually get stuff done, you need to focus more so on a singular thing rather than doing eight different things. Mm -hmm. And I know this is contradicting a lot of what I do because I currently, in my opinion, I might be focusing on too much stuff and not narrowing my focus down. But you have a certain level of arrogance or ego to you when you're focusing on so much stuff that you're willing to do all these things and think that you're going to be able to get ahead and beat people when there's other people out there that are focusing on maybe one of the things that you're focusing on. So you're only able to allocate maybe an hour or two a day where someone else is allocating 12 plus hours towards it. So thinking that you're going to be able to beat them on a lot less time there's got to be like an ego or, but I, I don't think I really think about that. It's just, I'm trying to do too many things at once. And then it's like, okay, maybe I should just narrow my focus down, focus on one thing, one or two things and excel at that as opposed to just trying to juggle 35 different things. Yeah. And I have on here on our notes, another saying that people always use is the riches are in the niches. I know my thoughts on it. I think this is always how I've thought about it. I've never really verbalized it, but I do think that's true. But I think some people go too specific with it where the riches are in the niches. One specific thing is like, I'm going to get really good at podcasting. Okay. That's your one thing. Um, okay. That's fine. But under the podcasting, there are a lot of different things, right? You have, how do you shoot the podcast? Uh, you're focusing on script writing. You're focusing on editing. You're focusing on, communication to maybe get people on the podcast. So there are a bunch of different tasks under that. So I think the riches are in the niches if you pick one specific thing, but don't shy away from doing all of the other things under it. Where I think people can get in trouble is when they do a marketing business. Okay. And then now they're going to start a retail business because they want to sell t-shirts. And on top of that, they want to become a really good chef. So they're going to go take cooking lessons. Where if you start to do that, that's when it's really hard to focus because you can't focus on one thing where everything is so surface level. I use this example sometimes when I'm talking to you about Google ads. I know ads enough, like I could focus on it, but I don't know nearly as much if I was to just focus on ads and dive deep into it, I would know a lot more if I just focused on that, right? But you know, I know how to do ads. I could figure it out, but I'm not good at it. I know how to do video. That's probably the one thing I'm focusing on. So I'm the best at it. But if I focus specifically on lighting, I'd probably be amazing at lighting. Um, but then I would sacrifice the other thing. So it really boils down to 
figure out that one main thing. There are other things that are going to be under it, but the things that don't really correlate, I think that's where you can get into some trouble. And Tyler, I think you've maybe experienced that a little bit too. Yeah. And going off of what you said, if you only focused on lighting, you're going to be the best at lighting. Then you're going to be able to charge the most. Yeah. So if you, that's that's what it comes down to. If you're able to focus on it, you're able to master it and become the best. Whereas if you were doing seven other things, you aren't able to master e- e- any of them. And then you might not be the necessarily the best. Maybe you're the best at all seven of them, but who really wants all seven of them? So there's a little bit of a difference for that. So I, I laughed earlier because you said chef or cooking. And I was thinking about that recently because I was like, what if I took all these <laughs> cooking videos on TikTok and I started trying them out. Now I'm going to be doing like this as well. And then it was just like, man, I'm, I'm all over the place. I Focus, need to not Tyler, do that. Come on. I know. And that was that, that, that's actually what I thought about. I was like, man, I got to focus. I can't, I can't be doing that. I can't be trailing off on all these different things. But yeah, when you talk about niches and focusing on one thing, that's actually ironic because the company that I work for, we only focus on that one specific niche, which is home builders and remodelers. So we're a marketing company, but we only focus on this one niche. So it puts us at advantage above other marketing companies because you can go to any other marketing company, but can they know the industry like we know it? We talk, we live in it. So it it puts you at an advantage over other people. So for you, I know specifically with your program, they made you choose a specific industry. And then now you're focusing on that and trying to become the best there. Yeah, I stopped, but they do want you to do that. (laughs) And I think one disclaimer we should say in this episode is that we're not saying don't do multiple things. Yeah, well, I thought it's stupid. But I, I talked to this guy on Instagram. He does video too, but he does other things outside of video. I think he, so he does video, he shoots, he does photo, which is another thing. He also is a DJ. So he is doing these different other things and we're not saying that's bad to do, but if you're serious about gaining the advantage, like you said, like Tyler said, and you want to get ahead of people and you want to exponentially grow as much as possible, that's when it matters to really niche down and go into something specific. Because right now I would not want to focus on just lighting, right? Or just shooting. Like I liked all aspects of it. I like the part where we can light a scene, we can shoot the scene. I like the scripting where I'm okay with that. I might lose some growth because I'm not focusing on one specific thing, but you have to find that happy medium of how much do you want to do and how much do you want to grow? If you can find that middle line where it's like, okay, I'm good. Like this is niche down enough. I might be sacrificing a little bit of growth, but I'm happy where I'm at. That's that's the point you want to get to. Would you agree with that, Tyler? Yeah. I think if you want to grow, you you got to focus on that one thing then. Yeah. If you want to grow more. I, we're not saying you can't grow. Like, Tyler, if you're doing an Ironman and you're doing your marketing business and you're doing, you know, your YouTube stuff, all of them will grow, but just a lot slower, you know? Where if you, if you took your YouTube and your Ironman and put it in your marketing that might grow a lot more while the other set while the others suffer. But if you want to slowly grow all three, that's okay, but it might take you a lot longer. You're not going to see that exponential growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. A, yeah. Is this a coaching call? No, unless you want it to be. <laughs> Cause I do the same thing, man. Like I, I focus on, uh, on other things too. 
Right. So yeah, I, I don't know. I was think I was thinking about it, and I I really want to be able to just like go all in on one thing, but it's, it's hard tough. to sacrifice those other things though. Just like example for me right now, if I focused on video, like this podcast right now, this is another thing. The other two podcasts I do, those are mm-hmm. other things. If I stop mm-hmm. doing this podcast and the other two podcasts, that opens up a lot of time. Like this takes an hour a week to record, maybe an hour and a half with our notes. Uh, probably takes another hour and some change to edit and put everything together. And then I do that two more times for the other podcasts. Like I'm losing a lot of time doing this, but there are things I enjoy doing. Do I want to give those up? No. If I did, I'd have a lot more time to just go into the business, but that's not something where I'm, I don't want to sacrifice this conversation we have weekly or the other two just for that maybe a little bit of exponential growth where maybe that is the right play. I should do that, but I made the decision not to. Where you really like training wanting, in the Ironman, you don't want to give that up just so your business can grow a little bit faster. Right. I believe your one podcast, though, is re- directly related to your business and helps market and potentially grow it. Yeah, it does, but... Could that time be used elsewhere to grow it faster? Potentially. Potentially, you know, because those are I mean, lo- you, those are long term relationships. Not all of them are going to pay off. I personally, the reason I do it is because I think it's definitely helping. If I use that, you know, 20 hours, 30 hours a month to do something specific sales outreach, maybe that'll help faster, make it grow faster. But you never know until you quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like I was saying last episode, you never can really connect the dots going forward. You can connect them going backwards. And we really never really know where this might lead us to. Yeah. So. I like the unknown. (laughs) That's actually my day one video today that it was somewhat on where it was talking about if there's enjoyment, fulfillment. I don't know what it is, but. If you already know where you're going to go, if you do something, there's no joy in that where yeah. it's unknown taking the journey if you are actually going to succeed. So, yeah, because I think if I started a business and I knew it's like, oh, you're going to make this this year. It's like, ah, right. I already know what the outcome is, you know, where it's it's fun to work harder because then you're like, oh, what can I get to, you know, to shoot for those like YouTube. How many YouTube videos do I have to make? And maybe I could get to 11,000 followers this year, right? But if it's like, you'll make this number of videos. Yeah. Yeah. It is like that. You know exactly what you're doing, exactly what you're getting paid. Yeah. And maybe people quit, 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 quit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying like for other people too, because I don't, we always talk about it where people live for the weekend and are they living for the weekend? Because they know their journey. They know the outcome. Yeah. Probably because they're not really sure what they're shooting. It's not like they're going to work on the weekend because there's nothing they can, they can't do more. It's like, I'm going to work Saturday mm-hmm. because I could do it. Well, yeah, you'll get paid time and a half for working overtime, but you know, we work on the weekend. Cause it's like, what if we make a video and it pops off and goes to 1.5 million views, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh fuck. Then what <laughs> <laughs> do you, so this is, <laughs> our focus is way off topic. <laughs> yeah. I think we're staying on topic. And this, qu- and this question is just going to bring us farther off topic. But there we go. If that were to happen, say we were, say that were to happen, and we gained a million followers or viewers, listeners, whatever you want to call it, 
Do you think there would be a sense of imposter syndrome for you? For this podcast or for like a, a yeah, Instagram for this video? Yeah. A million oh, people probably. started listening to this. And it's like, okay, now we have a million people that are listening to us. Yeah. Like just overnight. Yeah, I would probably have a conversation with you and be like, okay, now we really need to focus on only things <laughs> now we that are quit. happening. <laughs> <laughs> now we gotta cut we gotta cut the shit out. People are watching now. <laughs> yeah. Now I know no one's listening, so I don't give a fuck. A lot. <laughs> yeah. But no, if there's would, a million yeah, people, I would just I would just say we really have to focus on like we can't just in the beginning when we were blowing smoke Focus. out of our ass. Yeah. But yeah, we definitely were. I think we, I think we way. talk about our own personal experiences a lot. Right. Yeah. I think if people come for somewhat of the enjoyment of listening to the journey and kind of us rambling in the middle and yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was actually thinking before this, if you're listening, I know a lot of the people that do listen, know us personally and text us. You don't have to email us. Or if you do want to email us, um, the midnight entrepreneur at gmail.com, or you can text us if there's any st- segments that you like or don't like, and maybe like we could take that out, or maybe we could add something in, maybe something that you would think would be beneficial, or what you do like, what you don't like. I, I, I don't know. I'd yeah. we'd appreciate feedback if you do have any. Or if you want guests, I lined up one guest if we ever want him. He's in our, he's in our back pocket. Because yeah, I, I think that'd be good to that. siphon some audiences, but. Also to add value to our current audience, you know, mm-hmm. they know more than we yeah. do. Everyone has their own insights. Right. Maybe like one guest per month. Yeah. I wouldn't be. Uh, do you think we do it as like that. a bonus episode? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. We'd have to see how results do. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Maybe just do it as the Monday and be like, and then see how it goes. And I don't know, maybe it would be a bonus episode. And then I don't know, because that would be a big commitment because if we do, I know for me, when I was focusing on talking a lot about my Ironman and once my, my Ironman started and my priorities for my, my podcast shifted and I had the non-negotiable of doing that weekly. If we do the guess, we have to make that non-negotiable because like, are we going to be doing it as a bonus every Friday? Is it going to be once a month? Is it going to be a bonus? And then it's like, okay, we can't just do it like once every blue moon. I want it to be strategically placed. And like, if we do decide to do it, maybe it's once a month, maybe it's every Friday or maybe it's the first Monday of every month. I don't know what it is, but I just think making it a non-negotiable. I don't think we have to set to a certain, like we have to do one a month, but I think if it's like, oh, we got a good guest, let's do the guest this week. Like, why couldn't we do a guest in February and then we don't have another guest till May? Maybe in May we have two guests because they're awesome. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I guess it comes down to when it's being posted. I don't know. Yeah. Because I, I look at it as more bonus, of... Le- bonus episodes. I look at it as more of a... We're still talking about the weekly topic, but let's say, you know, this gentleman that I talked to that we have in our back pocket if we want to use, his whole thing is on branding and creating like funnels, like social funnels. So maybe the topic that week is like, okay, we're going to be talking about funnels or whatever it is. And he's just our guest because he knows a lot about it. It'd be like just Mm -hmm. any other episode where this week we're talking about focus. If we had someone that really enjoyed focus or has a business where they teach focus or something, they'd be great to bring in that episode because they can touch on it a little bit more where we'd still focus on like, Hey, this is what we're talking about this week. But this week we have a guest that's going to share even more value. 
Do we still do the updates and news story and business idea? Yeah, I think we could film that outside of the guest actually being here. So one podcast I listen to, Spit and Chicklets, hockey podcast. They talk about their week and what's going on in the NHL and whatever it is for like 30, 40 minutes. And then they say, all right, this week we have an awesome conversation with so-and-so. And then they just cut to that podcast clip where they recorded it outside of that. So then they mash them together where we could do the same thing, go over our what's happening in the world, our updates. And they say, all right, this week we're going to be talking about focus. We're going to cut to Jim Johnson, who's an interview we just or a conversation we just had with him. He's awesome at focus X, Y, Z. And then we just cut to that interview and say, Hey Jim, how's it going? And then it cuts. Yeah. I know Motley Fool does that. It seems like the episode might be longer though. Yeah. Which, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. We still got planning. It's a work in progress guys. We're, we're workshopping it right here in front of you. (laughs) Right. Tyler, you got anything else on focus? I think I went through all my notes that I wanted to touch on. So I always say this, and I'm going to filibuster while I try and skim the notes at the same filibuster. time. Filibuster. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Dave say it once, and now I, I like to say it. Actually, Dave says it a lot. But I, I'll say it. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. After the standards episode, it's like, I wish I came in with better notes on being prepared because I always think about stuff after the fact. So I'm just trying to like after the standards episode I'm like man I should have said that I should have said that and there's like so many other episodes I know we've talked about this before but I'll probably say it again in the future maybe with this episode probably will but hey hindsight's 2020 man sure like you said you can always connect the dots backwards but not forward yeah that's right yeah I think we we touch on a lot of good stuff though come on Tyler don't compare yourself to your old self just a comparison game. Tyler today is better than Tyler yesterday. Always yeah. got to be better. 1% just, better every day. That's just got to tell yourself, even if we leave out parts. We're not intending to, but it's just right now. It's, it's not leaving parts out. It's it's parts that would would have been good additions in there. But yeah, I think I got everything yeah. in here until tomorrow. And then I think, oh, I should have said that. But yeah, let's move on to this business idea that you got. We'll hit here. it eventually in the next three years of the podcast. So <laughs> it'll come, guys. Don't worry. Most likely. Uh, All right, so we're going to talk about this week's business idea, heist room. I kind of stole this one a little bit, but I'm sure you've seen escape rooms before. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be super cool if you could do like commit a crime without having to pay the the penalty for it, right? Like if I could go into a room or a warehouse, whatever, and me and five of my buddies get to plan a heist and then we execute this heist, maybe it's a bank robbery or maybe it's a jewelry heist or whatever it might be, that's like a spin-off of an escape room. Where I think that'd be really cool. Maybe you could go into other crimes, you know? Maybe you could do a money laundering crime. You have to do <laughs> money laundering and you can't get caught. And it's like a role play. I, yeah, I was thinking about it where if you do have, say, a set, and then it, you say, okay, you can go in, you rob this bank, and then you can go through it, and then you can see if you get caught. And we'll act it out or however it goes. And maybe there's a certain time limit on it because you're not going to stay there overnight being like, I got these hostages. <laughs> so it's just trying to get away with it and seeing if you're able to get away with it. But at the same time, you can't really just have actors. You'd have to have actual people that are like good at this stuff that are detectives and snipers, whatever it is, because 
if you, if you find a way to somehow squeeze out or you're just going to have these actors that are people from your neighborhood <laughs> that are getting paid $16 an hour to be there. <laughs> I would say a little bit different. I would say instead of actors, you do groups, right? So like you rent this building in the building, you set up all these different places and to do it, you have to have, you know, 15 people signed up. You're going to have five people on the bank robbery team. You're going to have five of the bank employees. You're going to have five people that are in the police or SWAT or whatever. Everyone gets their own little portfolio, the information, you know, um, and then it happens. And the bank robbers have to try to formulate their own plan with the information they have to trick these people into letting this happen and escaping. The cops have to just arrive. Their rules are they have to arrive. This is when you get to arrive. And then you have to come up with a plan to keep them in there or arrest them. And then the bank robbers have to come up with a plan on, I don't know, calling the police somehow, getting them there quicker or whatever it might be where you, it's just a big group thing. And you got to have 15 people or you got to have 10 people or whatever it is. And then it's all people that signed up to do the heist. So it's kind of like clue. Yeah. Real life clue. Kind of. But like bank robbers. Yeah. But crimes. (laughs) Cops and robbers. Yeah. Crime house. We'll call it. Crime house. Changed up the name. Crime campus. Just change it again. (laughs) And then they got like, and then they got like uh, three or four different ones you can do, you know, maybe there's like an assassination of Abraham Lincoln (laughs) and one person, John Wilkes Booth and another person's security. And then what do you do? Kill him. (laughs) If you're good. (laughs) You just shoot. Yeah. BB gun. Or there's like a prison escape. That'd be a good one. Mm. You got inmates. You got guards. The pipes. Yep. (laughs) You're in jail for a year. I think that'd be sick. (laughs) And then you can you can somehow like call one of your friends your getaway vehicle. How are you calling them? I don't know. This is just work. (laughs) It's a work in progress. But I think it'd be good. You know, maybe there's something like you get information as a uh, as a prison inmate. You know, like every single day, the police vehicle moves out of this location. You're like, okay, well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to try to attach ourselves to the bottom of it somehow. <laughs> yeah. I think I, you're slowly getting out of hand. I think this is good. I think we've got a lot of traction here. A lot. Crime campus Maybe guys. Someone started Maybe too much and I'll be your first, uh, Guinea pig per se. Perfect. All right. That is episode 60 of the midnight entrepreneur. If you have any questions you'd like us to cover or answer, Email us at the midnight entrepreneur at gmail.com. Found value in this content or found this entertaining, share it with a friend or post it on your story. And if you really enjoyed the show, we'd love a rating and review wherever you're listening. Talk to you guys next week for another episode of the midnight entrepreneur. At the end of the day, you can't control results. You can only control your effort level and your focus. Ben Zobrist. <laughs>